grass, ganja, joint, doobie, do, chronic, ace, lobo, loco, love boat, bud, buddha, blunt, pot, pat, pin, chiba, chiba, 420, and hashish, or hash for short. It's all marijuana. This is Marijuana Media. Come in. Brought to you by The Hemp Store at 253K Road or shop online at hempstore.co.nz. Do it, man. Welcome, Chris Valley. Oh, kia ora. Oh, let me just move Get it. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. There we go. You Get think nice I'm and close to it. Now? That microphone. Hey, now, obviously, days away from a general election. What does that mean, Chris? For cannabis. Well, you've got a day and a half to make up your mind. Yes. But uh, yes, and last day for voting is uh, Saturday. Yep. If you've got any uh, hoarding some things in your window, like at the hemp store, you've got to take them down. Yes. Night. Yes. Uh, but anyway, uh, what would that look like? That's a bloody good question. What mm-hmm. would it actually look like? And I feel there hasn't been enough of that. Mm. What are we actually in for? Either way. And uh, so, dear listeners, we've crunched the numbers over a doobie and i hope everyone else has too because uh you know and and i did have someone say you're always late and and actually no i'm not late i'm on time getting mentally prepared and then the show starts <laughs> also i have a quick chat to chris as well before um you know we kick things off so there's That's, you know just got to warm the room prepared. up yeah it's very important you got to yep. get in the right frame of mind for the show so uh starting with national then let's start with national and and this is a bit a bit of a summary of what we've been talking about the last sort of month or so and it has come out and the leaders' debates and things like that. So, given that uh, odds-on favourites here uh, to form the next government mm-hmm. in the next few days, uh, National Leader Christopher Luxon says he's happy with the current settings. So, uh, you know, Johnny, what do you think? Kind of broadly speaking, well, the same? It's, it's, yeah, same I guess we, you've got cannabis which you can access via a prescription and from a legally from a chemist, which is not too bad as far as things have gone in the past, but there's a, a long way that we can go forward, right, Chris? Mm, that's right, that's right. So we might not see more uh, progress, even if things stay the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the medical front, um, when National were uh, campaigning on this, they, they didn't want to allow flour or the yes. bud, which, of course, is about 80% or so of what patients are actually using. So if you mm-hmm. don't allow it, then uh, they're out. But uh, more importantly, I think, is uh, what could have an immediate impact. National says we'll change the law to allow oral fluid drug tests to be used in the screening of oh. drugs at the roadside. And what this actually means, because that's already the law. It's already yes. the law, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what the law currently says is, is that test on the roadside has to indicate impairment, mm. not just a mere presence. Yes. And there is, to date, no uh, fluid testing uh, that does do that. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, what National proposing is to get rid of that bit about impairment and just say, well, if you fail two tests, you're done. Mm-hmm. End of story. So, uh, oh, I think it goes to the lab for confirmation. But, yes, so fail two tests. And the problem there, of course, is that cannabis hangs around long after you've actually uh, sobered up. Mm-hmm. So uh, simply failing one of these tests is not actually a measure of impairment, which is why they're not used at the moment, because they don't make the law. What they could do is bring in some sort of electronic device, even an app that you put on your phone that has your balance and your coordination and you yes. answer a few questions and things. So it'd be yep. very, uh, that's that's the modern world. Mm-hmm. And that, that uh, there's one, in fact, called Druid, if people want to check it out, much more accurate okay. than, uh, than all this fluid testing and stuff. So, uh, yeah. So that, that's a bit grim, because what we're going to see is a whole bunch of innocent people prosecuted if they yes. bring that in, you know, with, with convictions and things for impairment when they weren't actually impaired. Damn. Oh boy, so uh, yes, so if we look at their uh, likely coalition partners, uh, ACT has a stated goal of sending more people to prison, uh, but 
take a look at our Tote the Vote cannabis-based voting guide, mm -hmm. which you'll find on the normal website. Uh, Act says they supported having the referendum on cannabis, and most MPs, or most Act MPs voted yes. Mm -hmm. They say they're skeptical, skeptical about prohibition in general and don't believe it's been a successful policy on drugs. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. So that, that's a good thing, I guess. Uh, they want to legalise pseudoephedrine. And uh, Martin Bradbury on the Daily Blog says that's uh, supporting uh, local production of pea instead of supporting imports. You know, it's a buy, yes. buy New Zealand made <laughs> policy. Uh, Act also want to take a tougher approach to addicts receiving benefits. Uh, New Zealand First, their other likely partner, only says that social issues uh, should be decided by referendums. Uh, there's no mention of drugs at all in their uh, policies. Mm -hmm. So there you go. And okay. then if we look at their cabinet... You're probably looking at uh, Mark Mitchell, Minister of Justice and Police. Shane Retty gets health. Ex-Brook Van Velden, possibly associate health. <sighs> yep. If we're lucky, drugs would go into Herbert. That would be good. Ex-Nicole mm -hmm. uh, Kidman is heads-on for corrections, potentially. Matt Ducey doing something in the mental health space. That would be good. But as we said with that drug testing, it'll be Simone Brown uh, gets uh, testing drivers. But what New Zealand first. We don't actually know where they fit in, of course. Mm -hmm. what, what minister they get. Oh boy, so uh, there you go, uh, read of that what you will, but Labour on the other hand, if, we, if you're, you're still open to uh, working out which way you're going to vote if you haven't already, mm -hmm. um, they made medical cannabis legal, they kick-started uh, what is happening here, the, the licensed production and cultivation, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what we have got going at least, better than nothing, you could argue, uh, they licensed substance checking for safety, brought in the police discretion, you know, massive, so we got. I, I do give them credit for all those yes. things. Yeah, um, and and recognizing that that if we think if we look back, that's where the the, the direction of reform has come from yep. when, when they've been in government. Mm -hmm. um, so in the old leaders debate, Chris Hipkins said no to decrim in the first one, mm -hmm. which was a bit weird, and in the second one he clarified. He actually meant yes, I think, uh, and uh, he said he was open to drug law review, and uh, it, it should be approached on a bipartisan basis. Mm -hmm. And I think if they were pushed in that direction by the Greens or Te Party Māori, they'd do it. Mm -hmm you know, but possibly not what they'll lead on. Uh, so given Green Party on, on track for a record uh, number of MPs, current polling this week puts them at about 17 or 18 MPs, which is going to be huge for them. Yeah, that is uh, huge. Yeah. What about, I mean, what about Chloe? <clears throat> Auckland she's Central. number three. Oh, so she uh, just gets in straight away. Yes, uh, and it's a tight race in Auckland Central. She's neck and neck in the polling. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Mark Jennings, actually a former... Uh, Head of the TV3 News, he's running a newsroom now. Mm -hmm. He wrote that Chloe can't count on cannabis this time, and he pointed to the increased turnout that Auckland Central got last election uh, due to the cannabis referendum. Okay. Um, they had 88% turnout amongst young people, which was higher than the turnout turnout amongst older people, mm -hmm. which is you know the opposite. The older people are usually the people that vote, right? Mm -hmm. Young exactly, people are a bit yeah. like. Eh. And well, and that's the danger this time, you know. Mm. The the whether you vote or not could actually make the difference. Yes. Um, so what they quoted in the newsroom, Lara Greaves, associate professor of political science at Victoria University, Wellington, thinks the cannabis referendum motivated young people to get out and vote. And she said uh, ex what I just said then that the turnout was higher amongst younger people. Uh, the Greens did something special in this electorate. I think the cannabis referendum really helped Chloe. Mm. The question is, can they do it again? Uh, and they pointed out, or in fact, Jenny's pointed out there that Chloe's campaign slogan back then was three ticks green, which is great. I remember that. That was very good. Um, and campaign manager then and now Leroy Beckett tends to agree with the analysis. You have to give young people something to vote for. Mm. Okay. What could that be this time around? 
Well, yes. Well, fortunately, the Greens the still have the best policy of the whole lot. Yes. And uh, we'll put a link up to that on the old daily blog when this goes up. Okay. Uh, but they want to completely repeal and replace the Misuse of Drugs Act with an evidence-based approach. Uh, tr uh, reduces harm, treats drug use as a health issue, regulate the personal use of cannabis to minimise the risk of harm to users, whānau and communities. This will include tight restrictions on restrictions on advertising and the location of retail outlets. Mm -hmm. And I will just point out, they're the only party talking about that, apart from the ALCP, of course. It's the Green Party. That's right. That's the Green Party. So just speaking of the ALCP, uh, Titai Tokoro candidate Maki Herbert appeared on TV1's Marae on Sunday, which was great. That is just after Q&A, Sunday morning. And they had the other candidates there, and uh, she did what a good ALCP candidate does, which is uh, no matter the question, cannabis is the answer. And and you know that's the whole point of running is you're using it to illustrate how it can help. Mm -hmm. And she did a great job on that. And uh, and at one point, I loved this. Uh, Labor's Kelvin Davis, he gestured around the uh, set and he said, uh, you know, the, the next government should be formed from the party sitting at this couch. And uh, that was of course Labor Greens to Party Māori and legalise cannabis. So uh, that's great. That's We'll take that as officially uh, official policy that Labour's now invited legalise cannabis to form the next government with them. Nice. Yeah, I love that. Um, right, and now we're just going to do a little bit of wrap-up of okay. some, some global news. All right. We'll start with one which was from Jamaica. This was on One News this week, and uh, this was uh, illustrated the benefits of proper legalisation instead of just leaving it a bit like NAF. Uh, so Jamaica, well I shouldn't say NAF, they decriminalised back in 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, and like what often happens with decrim, you take away the penalties, but you don't put in place any proper rules. Mm -hmm. And being right next to America, Jamaica has got a bit of an issue, it turns out, with this Delta 8, which is a hemp extract. They actually extract the CBD, they take it to a lab, they turn it to Delta 8. It's almost like THC, which is Delta 9, uh, but somehow magically it's legal. Or certainly not subject to licensing and regulation and so this was a thousand milligram packet the dose is 20 milligrams you got 50 doses in a packet and it's just candy so the whole bunch of kids ate it went to hospital and uh it, as it was a good report on tv1 actually because they weren't like bad cannabis it was like uh this this just shows why there should be rules in place yes okay yeah right on uh new south wales this is also tv1 one news so this happened yesterday they have just made uh, drugs a health issue not a crime by putting in a, a form of diversion for um, MDMA, coke, and methamphetamine, mm -hmm. which you think, bloody hell. But that brings it in line with all the other states over there and uh, kind of ahead of us because we have the uh, police discretion but not a proper codified system that, that where limits and things are known and it's fair on everyone, but instead it's, uh, you know, it's up to police discretion, so it can be a bit unfair. But, uh, and, and it's already the case for cannabis over there. And in fact, uh, I had an experience of that myself. We talked about this uh, in the early days of marijuana media. If people want to go back through our hundreds of shows of archives, <laughs> uh, you'll find it somewhere. Um, and uh, I was coming back from a cannabis conference and I had half an ounce of very... I was actually remarking to myself on the train, geez, I stink of weed. And then I got off the train and there was a bloody row of dogs at the escalator and you just delivered to them like a conveyor belt. Mm -hmm. And... Um, they're all loaded with the, the, the blokes, all covered in weapons and things, and including in his tactical kit with all his mace and guns and tasers and things was a little electronic scale. Mm -hmm. And he got that out and he weighed the weed and the bag. Yes. Which was, what? You weighed the Luckily it wasn't in a tin, I mm -hmm. thought. Um, and uh, under 30 grams, and after about an hour of intense questioning and searching, they, they let you go. So um, they make you feel like shit and then they say, but don't worry, we'll let you go. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's their new approach. All if right. you're going over to New South Wales, you nice. Can, you can test that out. But of course, if you have a prescription, you can, yes, just, you can just 
take that over there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of dogs, though, and this flows into another stu- a study that came out this week, and this actually involved Australia. It was reported in America, drug-sniffing dogs are usually wrong. So um, even though in that case, I did stink a weed, fess up, I did, and uh, it got me, you know, I, I could smell it. But um, turns out, of an analysis of uh, 94,000 searches in Australia using uh, drug dogs, uh, most of the time they were wrong. Their accuracy ranged from 21% to 32%. And uh, you'd be better off just flipping a coin at that point, mm. from the police's point of view, if they wanted to find things. Just flip a coin, because yes. it turns out those dogs, they are mostly wrong. There you go. Uh, and uh, last little story and uh, little humour for the week. Māori bomb scare guy reflects on Dot's video. This was if you watched, uh, and you can see this on News Hub and uh, 3 Now, because uh, Guy Williams, New Zealand Today, this week yes. is back on air. He went and caught up with the guy who became a bit infamous uh, 13 years ago when there was some sort of bomb scare and they caught him. Uh, the 3 News happened to be there. And to be honest, this was Guy Williams said he had never heard of Dots before and it was my first hearing of it too. I'm also fast. This is like the confessional show. Yes, that was the first time I'd heard of dots too. I, I they're like, always what? I always knew them it, as spots. Same. Yeah. Uh, this guy, I think, well, he he brought it to the mainstream. A, we now will know. Let's it was see if we can hear the service. Let's see if we can hear this clip here. Chris, is this gonna? Uh, I was just sitting at home having some dots, and then the police come up, knocked on my door, told me that I have to evacuate, just because they reckon it's a bomb threat around the place. And I just tripped out, and I was like, oh, shit. Must be just happening overseas or something. But yeah, I just packed up my stuff and left. But it looks pretty serious. There's heaps of cops here and there. Reckon they're bringing the bomb squad in. But yeah, anyway, pretty trippy stuff, eh? <laughs> so good. So hard-hitting good. news, that. That is hard-hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, but, Chris. No, that's great. That brought dots to the mainstream. Love it. Um, and uh, lastly, with the World Cup on... on uh, well, could be our final on uh, Sunday. Hopefully not the final. There's mm-hmm. a few to go. But uh, it just reminded me how many All Blacks and other rugby players, when they leave the uh, the professional uh, league there, or the professional level, start hawking CBD. And yes. other cannabinoid medicines. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll, I'll run a bit of a uh, some sort of raffle or something. Who's it going to be? I'm already picking Dane Coles. That's just my. Dane Coles is going to run a CBD business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he can Post just sense it. Could be as early as next week. No, hopefully yeah. not. Hopefully there's a few more weeks in there. Yeah. So which All Black is going All Dak? Good question, Chris. That was great, eh? Yeah. I love that. Uh, coming up, take the vote. Cast your vote by the Saturday. Uh, and you could make a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. Uh, substance testing the next one, second of November. J Day, second of December. Oh, that's hotting up. Starting to actually organise it all again now. And uh, at the hemp store, a whole bunch of man. I was mount, uh, neck deep in boxes like yesterday, unpacking things. So we got heaps of new stuff down at the shop. Come Excellent. All right, Chris. Yeah. Chris from the Chris Valley from the hemp store. Thank you so much for making the trek in this afternoon. As mentioned, Pleasure. get out there and vote, people. And uh, we'll see you next week, Chris. All right. Do it, man. That was. Marijuana Media. Thanks to the Hemp Store. Visit them at 253K Road or shop online at hempstore.co.nz. I'm a-